Welcome to Try Try Again, the show that's also a movie club. I'm your host, Todd Perkins. Joining me in this episode, if his observations were any more acute, they'd be in a Hello Kitty calendar. Stephen Comstock, everyone. Uh, that was dumb. <laughs> it was awesome, and you know it. <laughs> She's so beautiful, she could be on a Christmas card. Jessica Perkins. Hi. Today's episode is all about It's a Wonderful Life. We watched it, we have opinions, we're giving review scores, and all of that stuff. So what I want to talk about first is just wanted to talk about your first memories of watching this movie. So for this week, Stephen hasn't seen the movie before, and he's the only one of us who hasn't seen it. And I don't actually remember my first impressions other than being really sad about uh, little George getting hit in the sore ear when his ear's all bleeding at that one scene. Uh, but Jess, why don't you talk about your first memories of this movie? Okay. I, I, don't, I know I watched it a bunch of times. Probably every year my parents watched it before I actually remember seeing it. But there was one year when I was a teenager that my mom bought the movie for my dad for Christmas because they went on one of their first dates to see it. So it was kind of like a sentimental, cute little gift. And I remember watching it and it was when I was a teenager. And when you're a teenager, you feel like your life is like falling apart. Like every day is like the worst day and everything's awful. So it was kind of a good movie for me to watch because like as different as my problems were from George's problems I felt the you know the kind of feelings of like despair like oh life is awful I think every teenager feels like that or maybe every teenage girl I don't know about boys but um and so it was like I remember the first time watching it just feeling like I could really relate to the character and then when he has his whole transformation I just remember thinking wow, that's so true. Like I have so much and it's so stupid to worry about all this little stuff. And it was a really, I mean, that wasn't the first time I watched it. That's the first time I remember watching it. And it was a really cool experience for me. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. Well, I, I like what you said about like, you know, even as a teenager, like the themes of this movie can resonate with you. So that, that's an interesting thing. Um, so now I want to talk about our reviews and and why we're giving them those scores. So let's, we just heard from Jess, so maybe Steven first, and then I'll go, and then Jess can finish it off for our review. So give your review score, and then some scenes from the, mu the movie that justify your review. All right, I think I'm going to give this movie, uh, I kind of want to give it like a, like a 9.75. Oh, sweet. I mean, this movie was just awesome, dude. Yes. I loved it so much. <laughs> nice. It had, it had like, I mean, going into it, I guess, I, I didn't really, again, I didn't really know what to expect. I knew it was really old. Um, I think it was made in, like, 1948. Yeah, something like that. Uh, the 40s, for sure. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's coming up on 70 years old, which is crazy. But, um I didn't really know what I was going to expect, but it probably took about maybe 10 minutes before I think I, I looked over at my wife and I was like, I love this movie. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> it was just, it was so, uh, 
I like I like the, the 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 you know the the 40s feel of the whole thing was great. Um, yeah, it made me just, want to like travel back in time to back, like everybody yes. was so cool. Yeah, it was. Oh man, it was so good. And and I mean, even like the acting, like I noticed it was the acting was really good. And I mean, there was really there was nothing bad about the movie. It was just a great movie. And it, you know, obviously it's seventy years old, but I can see it was like it must have been an instant classic. I don't think it did very well in the theaters. I heard when it first came out, huh? But but um, because it came out Christmas Day, oh wow, um, in nineteen forty eight. I don't know if that had something to do with it, but I mean, obviously it's a it's a classic. It's a Christmas classic, and and it's it's really easy to see why once you start watching it. Um, some of the things that I loved in the movie, um, I, I, I love the, the, uh, you know, again, the whole forties, um, atmosphere they had going on. I love just the way everybody talked to each other. You know, everything was like super dramatic, whatever they were saying. Um, (laughs) and then, uh, I, I love the part where I forgot who was talking to who, but some guy calls a little girl like brainless. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Say that brainless. was George talking to Mary. That <laughs> yeah. was little George talking to little Mary. Oh, was it? that was awesome. I love that part. That <laughs> was great. And then uh, I I like the uh, the 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 uncle. I forgot his name too. But he had the like he had the little things tied around his oh, fingers yeah. to re- to remind him to do stuff, <laughs> yeah. which is classic. Man, that was great. And then the whole, uh, the dancing scene when they're at the high school, I think it was the high school dance. Oh, yeah. And then the floor opens up and they, they fall into the swimming pool and they still dance <laughs> while they're in the pool. I love that. that. So good. <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, those were, the, those were the three that I took note of that I really liked. But other, I mean, other than that, just the whole movie in general was just—it was just great. It was just a, a great movie. Awesome. I'm glad you felt that way. I was like nervous before you said it. I was like, no, he's gonna give it like a seven or something, and it's gonna break my heart, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I decided to give this movie ten out of ten. I gave it a perfect score. I think uh, if for me, this is one of my favorite movies ever. This is—I think it's one of the best movies ever made. Um, I just pretty much everything Steven said, I support fully, like just the feel of it and the acting and, um, the message, it just brings joy to my soul. And I, I love, um, the whole story is excellent. Um, and so I have some moments that support that. And, um, my first one. I'm going to start from my, my, my bottom fifth moment all the way up to my first number one. Number five is uh, every speech that George gives to anyone ever. Yes. <laughs> every time. Like what? Give an example. Oh, I, mean, I can't like, remember him. I mean, even when he's a kid, he tells off Potter. You know? That's right. He's a kid. He That's tells right. off Potter. He's an adult. They're having that board meeting, and he's like just totally ripping on this filthy rich guy, like the most powerful guy in the city. He's just ripping on him and um, yeah, every speech. And then the one like when, um, when the people are panicking and they're in the bank, they're trying to get their money out and he gives them this big old speech about, 
you know, how that's not how the bank works and everything. And it's just so inspiring. And, and it's just Jimmy Stewart just kills it. It really makes me want to watch like every movie that he's in. Uh, yeah. He's just so engaging. And, and, and his character in this movie is just incredible. So I really like that. Um, my number four moment is <laughs> when he says, this is a very interesting situation. When, uh, when he has a robe, yeah, when he steps on Mary's robe and she's in the bushes, and he's about to give it back to her, then he's like, "No," nah, and he's like walking around talking and everything. Um, I love that. My number three moment was "Don't hit my sore ear again." Um, oh, so sad. I know. I I hate that, and I love it. It's really hard for me to watch every time, but um, I love George's goodness in that part. Like he's just. He's so innocent. He sees that the guy's making a mistake. He does. He understands that he lost his son, and, and he's making poor decisions because of that. And he's trying to fix it without telling anybody, without embarrassing the guy. And he's getting beaten on for doing a good thing. And I don't know. Just his humility and, and goodness there. Just I love that part, you know. Um, and then my, my number two part is the line... <laughs> When that, when when George is talking to Mary after the the dance, and he's talking to her for super long, and then that old guy on his porch goes, well, "Why don't you kiss her instead of talking to her?" Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I love oh, that. I remember part. that? I, Who was that creepy old man? Just, I, I don't think he has a name. I think he's just some old guy. Old guy number one. <laughs> You're gonna be the old guy on the porch. That's what they told the actor. That guy is just so perfect. I I think I quote that. Um, how often, Jess? Like once a week, maybe. Yeah, we quote that often. Yeah, it's just one of my favorite lines in any movie ever. It's just, uh, uh, spe- speaking of uh, creepy old people, yeah. one thing in the movie that I I, I should have made a note of, but I, the, I don't know if you noticed, but all the stuff in my in my notes were kind of at the beginning of the movie, yeah. and then I stopped taking notes because I was just totally engrossed in the movie so it was hard to like stop and take notes but you mentioning uh, creepy old people it was kind of weird maybe i'm wrong how he would kiss his mom (laughs) all the time on the mouth i noticed that that too (laughs) that was so i don't know if that's like a an older generation thing it could be but it it was weird actually you know what candace mentioned my wife candace mentioned that her, she said that her mom, uh, her, I think it was her grandpa, would kiss her on the mouth like that, just kind of like you know a tight-lipped kiss, like you would kiss your mom when you were a little kid. Yeah. And she said it was. She always hated it, and it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully Candace's mom isn't listening. <laughs> but if so, hi Candace's mom. Thanks hey. for listening. We appreciate you. <laughs> Uh, so anyway my uh my favorite moment of the movie is was an obvious one is the end um you know everything from like the the scene when he's on the bridge and and he's yelling at Bert to you know Merry Christmas tree tree branch and Merry Christmas broken car and everything that he says Merry Christmas to but the 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 part of that when he gets home and Mary runs in and she's like, come downstairs, everybody's coming. And, and like all of the people that he'd influenced throughout his life um, came in to support him when he was in trouble. And um, 
it's just a it's just a really touching moment and then they burst into song and it's the song that that uh, his daughter is practicing and that he was previously like super annoyed with and everybody starts singing it together uh i just love that i love that so much so yeah 10 out of 10 that's my review all right good stuff all right my turn i also give it a 10 out of 10 i love this movie it like not just is a perfect movie which when i watch it and i'm trying to be critical i can't find anything wrong with it but also it's just so i don't even know like it just it's it means a lot to me um but my my scenes that i have that support why it's a good movie regardless of what it means to me um i'm starting from the beginning and my first example is just like that scene in um, Old Man Gower's drugstore when there's like the both the girls come in. Just everything about that scene is awesome. I love how mean he is to the girls. Like the girls like, help me down. And he's like, help you down. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> it's just so great. And when he calls Mary brainless and when, oh, what's that girl's name? The other one, the blonde one. I don't remember. Oh. Violet. Her name Violet. Violet. Yeah, when she's like, I like him. And Mary's like, you like every boy. And she's like, well, what's wrong with that? It's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everybody knows a girl like that. And so it's just yep. great. So all the scenes as kids, like, I just love them. They're so, they're funny and adorable and just, like, awesome. Um, and I, I love all of George's, like, selfless acts throughout the movie I don't have like a specific one the first one I think of is obviously when he's a kid and he gets his ear slapped and it's just so heartwarming like he's just so innocent and loving and and there's so many throughout the movie of just staying at the building alone so that it doesn't you know get taken down and and giving his honeymoon money so that they the people will have money and they won't close their accounts there. And when Harry gets married and he's like, George is supposed to have his turn to go off to college, but he gets married and he finds out that Harry's going to get an awesome job with this girl's dad. And he just decides to stay where he is and let Harry do his thing. Like, I just love George as a character, I guess. He's just, just really awesome. Um, Another one of my favorite scenes, or not scenes, I don't know, I'm kind of just like generalizing whole giant pieces of the movie, but I I love the scenes from when he loses the money, or Uncle Billy loses the money, to when he's like about to jump off the bridge, because I feel like everyone can relate to that kind of despair, like that stress of just like everything is driving me crazy when he's at home and his kids are being crazy and he has all this other stuff going on in his mind and he's just not he can't handle it um and then I notice like everything just seems to be like everyone seems to be so mean to him he gets punched in the face when he's at the bar and he um, runs into that guy's tree and he's like, what are you doing? And then like he runs across the street and this guy's like, I almost ran into you. And it seems like the whole world is like 
you know, ganging up against him. And I like that because it, um, even though it's not an accurate depiction of what his world is really like, that's how it felt to him, I guess. And mm. I thought that was cool. It's good. Um, <laughs> this is a random scene, but I really liked it. Like when George suggests to Clarence, the angel, that they get a drink and he's just like, uh, <laughs> and just laughs because he's like, <laughs> he knows he's not supposed to, but it sounds yeah. really awesome. And then when they're in the bar, the whole, just the whole time when he's in the bar with the angel and he's like thinking about like, you know, I have this one opportunity to have a drink again. And he's like planning out his drink and then he leaves the bar and he's like yelling at the sky like i wasn't really gonna drink it like i just thought that whole thing was adorable and cute and funny um and my final scene is just like todd said the scene of him running home because now that he's had this whole revelation that you know no matter how bad life is he he contributed something and and everything he has is worth so much to him just he's so grateful for everything like he sees his car smashed into the tree and he's like woo and he <laughs> he like his bleeding lip he's all happy yeah about he's that. like my, my right. mouth's bleeding Bert my mouth's bleeding <laughs> and then when he goes home and like he runs up the stairs and grabs that I don't know what it's called the little piece of the stair rail that comes off oh yeah and oh, it yeah. always bothers him and he just like kisses it and puts it back down like he's legitimately like grateful for everything and I just love that because you know because that's how it should be and it just makes you realize as a person like yeah I should be grateful for all these annoying things that bother me so 10 out of 10 I love it it's the best nice awesome uh, yeah so good such a great movie and there's so much stuff that we didn't even talk about in in those things I when I was t writing as we were watching, I was taking notes, and I just wrote down everything I thought was amusing at all. And I have like, you know, fifty things that were really funny that I laughed out loud at throughout the movie. Um, this I'll just give a, a small example of that. I was, <laughs> um, I love when <laughs> he's uh, after he dives in to save Clarence, and they're drying off, and there's that t tobacco chewing guy that's just like keeps giving him weird looks. And then he eventually leaves and he's like peeking at him through the window as he walks away. <laughs> I really like that. That is great. I like when, and that same scene when Clarence tells him that uh, he's his guardian angel. He says, you look like the kind of angel I'd get. <laughs> so good. <laughs> and he says, go off and haunt somebody else. Oh, <laughs> oh it's awesome. Oh, um, that's great. So let's let's talk about some uh, anything that we want to talk about here. I have a few things I want to mention, uh, and feel free to interrupt or add your own if you guys have any. Um, but Jess was talking about like um, when Uncle Billy lost the money, and uh, and it made me think of this one time. And I, and I, maybe I'm I misunderstood what George was saying at this part, but uh, it seemed like when he was reporting that the money was lost to Potter. Um, that George actually didn't blame it on Billy. He said that he lost the money. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting, you know, another yeah. example of his like selflessness kind of thing. Um. Oh, okay. And I looked up this the the whole deal with the, him saying hot dog and and making wishes on that thing. 
Oh, uh, yeah. I, I didn't know what that was, so I actually had to look it up. But uh, what I found was that's actually like a cigar lighter that doesn't work every time. And so if, you, if it works the first time, then you're lucky. And mm. so then, hence, you would like might get your wish if you wish for something and it lights the first time <laughs> that you touch it. So. Oh, that's cool. That's the deal with that. It's good to know. I've watched that movie like 30,000 times and never cared about why that. <laughs> I I love that he always said hot dog, though. That was the best yeah. part. Hot dog. Hot dog. <laughs> yeah. So good. Uh, another thing I looked up is that Bert and Ernie were indeed the uh, inspiration for the, uh, for the Sesame Bert and Ernie? Street. Yeah, Sesame Street characters. Cool. Wow. So that's where that came from. Um. Yeah, and I was thinking of, like, stuff that wouldn't, cause, you know, because I'm always thinking about politically correct stuff, you know, as we were talking about in Goonies, that I am entertained by the stuff that can't be shown in the movie today. And mm-hmm. I was thinking of Harry chasing Annie around in the kitchen, like, asking for a pie, and he, like, smacks her on the butt as he's chasing her. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think she's a cool character, too. She's oh not in it gosh. that much, but everything she says is amusing. Yeah, yeah. I wrote like, I- down a bunch of stuff that <laughs> happened with her because she's hilarious. What, what did you think was a good one, Jess? Um, like, at the end when she's like, I was saving this money for a divorce if ever I get a husband. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, it was great. Yeah, that was such a good line. <laughs> she, she was awesome. Uh, anything else you guys wanted to talk about? I just love Mary. Like, I mean, obviously the story is so much about George, but, like, Mary is just so legit. I, I love her. She's, like... One thing that I wrote down is when they're supposed to be going on their honeymoon and then there's like this run at the bank and he has to go into the building and loan and, and she just like holds up all the money they had for their honeymoon, like $2,000. And she's like, how much do you need? Like, she's like totally like right there, you know, by his side with all his schemes. Like she's just as good of a person as he is. And I don't know. I just like her. I I like her too. I think like, she she's good for him like he's kind of treats her like crap sometimes but she understands like what's really going on you know i was thinking of like um i think it took until this time of watching the movie really trying to think about it critically and asking questions as i was watching it to like understand why george was treating mary like crap when um he went to visit her that one time like he wouldn't admit that he had any plans to go to her house uh, yeah, and and he was just kind of mean to her. He saw the picture that she had of him lassoing the moon, and and he wasn't entertained by that at all, you know. But she kind of understood, you know, what what he was really thinking. You know, I felt like yeah, yeah, that like he really liked her, but he also didn't want to stay in Bedford Falls. He didn't want to run the business and that kind of stuff. Um, and then like later on when he's uh super depressed about the money and he's yelling at everybody she's really like patient with him and everything too um yeah mary is a good person she's awesome okay now we have some random questions to discuss that have nothing to do with anything just random stuff that we want to talk about as a group so steven why don't you go first okay my question is what phrase in the movie would you bring back today if that makes sense. It does make sense. I'll go first. Well, I feel like we're all going to choose the same one because I chose <laughs> hot dog. Nope, that's not what oh, I picked, that's a, but that's a good one. Yeah. There's a million of them in this movie that are awesome. Yeah, that's true. 
I felt I just I feel so good about a hot dog. It's just such a <laughs> happy phrase to say. <laughs> I actually went through a phase in my life where I said that. Like I was like, that's a cool phrase. I'm gonna say it. It was like when I was eighteen did you, years did old. Did you get it from this movie? Yeah, I or? got it from the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's awesome. Let's bring it back, How, guys. Did it did it work for you when you were when you would say it or did everybody give you like the you're a weirdo kind of I'm look. sure I got the weirdo look. It worked for me in my heart, but I don't <laughs> That's think what matters, it worked you know? for other people. <laughs> All right, what's yours, Jess? <sighs> I, it was hard. I, I don't know. There, can I do two? Do I have to pick one? Yeah, do two. Okay. One that I loved was like, well, it's, yeah, say, when he says, say brainless, say brainless don't you know where coconuts come from and it's like I those two words can't be separated though like it has to be that like I loved back in the day when they would say say you know yep. before they said something <laughs> say so that's one of mine and then another one I noticed is when um uncle what's his name uncle Billy, Billy was talking to Potter and he says not every heel is in Germany and Japan and I just thought of how we don't use the word heel to like describe like a, you know, like a horrible person anymore. Like it's in the the Mr. Grinch song. Do you remember that part? No. Yeah. 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 You really are a heel. Anyways. Ah. So I thought about how like we don't say that anymore. I thought that was kind of a cool word to just describe like a horrible person that nobody likes. So those are mine. Oh, speaking Good. of songs. Can't believe we didn't talk about this, but just as a side note, real quick, the Buffalo Gals song, that's a part that matters, I feel like. When they're singing together, it's tender. It's a good, yeah, sure. I don't remember it, honestly. Oh, okay. Buffalo well, Gals Anyone? Yep. <laughs> you gonna sing any more songs during this episode? Keep doing it, sing the rest. It's a musical episode, guys. For you, apparently. Buffalo Gals Grinch matchup, and Jess is about to start singing. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Uh, I'll go next for my question. Um, wait, wait, Stephen didn't answer that. Oh, Stephen. Duh. Oh, my my phrase. Yeah. Uh, mine was brainless too. Uh, I really liked. Uh, well, I guess mine is more for practical reasons because I think a lot of kids are kind of brainless and they need to be told that. They're <laughs> 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 practical. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I just thought that part was hilarious. And, and, you know, like you said earlier, it's for politically correct reasons. You just never hear that kind of talk anymore, you know, in real life and in movies. Yeah. And I just, I just thought it was hilarious that that's how people talk to each other in real life. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that, sorry, um, that I noticed in this movie that's kind of not PC anymore is just how many times he says stuff about being crazy, going crazy, you're crazy. Like, they don't say crazy anymore in movies. Like, do they? They say a crazy person. You, I feel like you're treating me like I'm a crazy. Yeah, like, they say weird workarounds to, yeah. like, saying, like, insane or crazy. I don't know. I thought that was cool. So, okay, I'll ask my question now. So my question is, if there were a zombie apocalypse going on at the same time of this movie, which scene would you pick for a zombie horde 
to come in and just describe, you know, maybe what would happen or how, how George might escape from it or whatever. whatever however you want to go with it. But what scene would you bring in a zombie horde? So, Jess, why don't you start? Okay, the scene that I thought would be most appropriate based on all the Walking Dead that I've watched is um, <laughs> when he's in his house, but it's not his house because he's he was never born and so it's just like that old creepy shack oh man and um yeah i mean they would probably come from upstairs and like he'd just start hearing like you know creepy (laughs) zombie sounds they start coming downstairs and i imagine that he takes that thing off the um the stair rails the thing that always breaks off and just jams it in all of their heads to escape that was pretty great i, I was feeling that i was really feeling that. i was kind of creeped out a little bit <laughs> steven what do you got okay mine was uh when they all the kids were sledding on the shovels okay and they're all going down into the the little ice place where his where his brother falls in uh-huh. And I'm thinking they're sledding down, and then as they're all on the ice, that's when the zombie hordes come onto the oh, ice. Oh, gosh, man. that's and terrifying. Then, <laughs> and then the zombies start to fall into the, the ice water and get frozen in the ice water, and they're all trying to escape at the same time. Oh, my awesome. gosh. And they're trying to, like, drag the kids down with them. Oh, the kids yeah. are on, like, an ankles. ice island. Yeah, some of, some of the kids are going to go, man. <laughs> just, they're done. In true Walking Dead fashion. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <sighs> Are we allowed so to good. say Walking Dead on this show? Probably. <laughs> we just did. They're going to find us like a million dollars every time we say it. We're sticking it to the man here, saying the names of things that we watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in mine, I was thinking of uh, the dance. Just as the pool starts opening up, the hordes come in from the, from everywhere, and 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 they fall into the water with everybody. There you go. And, oh, uh, that's so terrifying. T- or instead of water, it's just a pit of zombies. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dang it, that was even better. <laughs> well, my, my way of how he gets out might apply to the pit of zombies. It might not. But I was thinking that to, to get out of the pool, he uh, kills a zombie and uses it as a raft. So <laughs> maybe he crowd surfs on top of the, the zombie pit. <laughs> or... They open up the floor. It's a pit of zombies. A couple people fall in. Not George and Mary, because they're too important. And then they just close the floor, and it squishes all the zombies. Oh, there you go. man. <laughs> well, thanks for making mine way better. Oh, sorry. I wasn't trying to one-up Because my Miles was going to be that he makes a raft out of a zombie, and he, like, rescues yeah. people. That's cool. Worst Walking Dead episode ever. <laughs> Zombie rap. <laughs> Zombie rap. <laughs> yeah, yours were better. Smashing them with the thing was pretty great. Okay, I liked all of your ideas. Uh, okay, Jess, what's your question? My question is, which character from the movie do you feel like you relate to most and why? So, Steven. I'm going to have to say... Probably George, but only because I think he's supposed to be kind of an everyman. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I think, I mean, he's a lot more selfless than I am, but at the same time, I think his whole story is supposed to be applicable to everybody, wherein, 
you know, you kind of look back and you wish you did this or you wish you would have went and gone that. And that's his whole life. You know, he always wanted to travel and he was never able to because of one reason or another. And, and um, you know, there's certain things that you look back on. I'm sure everybody does. And you say, oh, man, I wish I would have done that or I wish I would have done this differently. But this movie kind of gives us the opportunity to say, no, you know, it all kind of worked out the way it was supposed to. And, and this is why, because if it would have been different, then, you know, you might not have been able to influence or be influenced by, you know, the people that you met throughout your life. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Cool. Yeah, and I think like along those lines, it was like, like how George wanted to travel all the time. And it's like he had this vision of the successful version of him, like. Yeah, his life plan, you know, travel the world, come back, go to college and and build stuff and, and be super filthy rich. And and he just had like kind of this normal average life of just like taking over his father's business and just doing the same thing his dad did. But it, it turns out that that stuff that we see as normal is actually super meaningful. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that's what I love about another thing I love about the movie. Uh, I actually picked George too, um, and I just I picked a moment because yeah, like you said, I'm not as selfish as George, selfless as George either. You know, I don't do nice stuff for people all the time, or uh, you know, if I if I were to have like Clarence, you know, show me what it'd be like without me, there'd be like three people that'd be like, yeah, dude, thanks. <laughs> here's a here's a buck. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for being an ass yeah, guy. Yeah, that one time that you almost kind of thought about helping me out, that was pretty. <laughs> It's pretty almost cool. <laughs> and, uh, but like I was thinking of George, like kind of when he's all angry and, and, well, angry, I don't know if it's the right word, but when he's like super stressed out, you know, like he's got the responsibility of running this business. He's got the responsibility of, of protecting the people of his town from Potter, you know, and the money gets lost and, and he has this giant weight on his shoulders as, and he comes home and he's just super depressed about it. And he's got, you know, his kids are being super needy, loving, but you know, also needy. And his wife invited people over and he's like all stressed out about that. And like, and I think of like, like a lot of times, like just like him, like I'll think I'll, I'll be depressed about something or stressed about some kind of work thing or whatever. And, and in, in my mind, it's this huge deal. You know, and, and then like George, you know, later realized, you know, in the scheme of things, it's not that important. You know, what really matters right. is, is the people that I love and everything. So, yeah, I picked George, too. Nice. All right. Um, I would have picked George, except for that's obvious and I knew everyone else would. But I mean, I already talked about how I can relate to him and his story, but. I, I choose Mary because she has to put up with having kind of a crazy husband. <laughs> Bird. Okay, Ouch. I'm just kidding. I actually picked Uncle Billy because I feel like I, I just relate to him. Every time I watch the movie, I think I'm so <laughs> Uncle Billy. Like, George is, like, screaming at him, and he's like, I can't remember. I can't remember. And, like... I feel like that's my life. Like, I'm just so airheaded. And and I'm George yelling at you. Yeah. Where did you put your keys? Where isn't did that you put the guy that winds up in, like, the mental institution yeah. that George yeah. never existed? Yep. If so, if it weren't for me, you'd be in a mental so institution. So, Todd, you'd totally be in a mental institution. There you go. Yep, and that's, that's the one person who's <laughs> grateful for my existence. 
Well, for those so of you who don't accurate. know, Jess and I are married to each other. Yeah. So, <laughs> what did did his uh, what did George's mom call? Did she call it a mental institution, or did she call it something and less politically? Probably an insane asylum or something like did that. She? Yeah. I, don't know. I was hoping she said like the loony, loony bin, bin the oh, nut house, <laughs> the nut house. No, I don't know. He's in the nut house. <laughs> <laughs> Classic them. Do you have anything else to say about that, Jess? Um, no. Well, I just remembered something. How when he's in his office looking for the money, he has like a crow on his shoulder and squirrels oh, diving all over his body. He has an owl. He has an owl. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. But at some other point, he has a crow. Yeah. Oh, no. He has a crow for sure. Yeah. But oh, there's yeah. also I remember when I first saw it, I said out loud, what's with the crow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't have those animals crawling on me, but it'd be cool if I did. I'd be down. Well, your kids probably crawl on you a lot, and they're kind of yeah, like Yeah, that's true. So, Uncle Billy. Second witness. Oh, <laughs> uh, good times. So, uh, that's it for It's a Wonderful Life. Next week, we're going to be talking about, wait for it, Indiana Jones. And we're all excited to watch Indiana Jones. Jess, have you seen Indiana Jones before? The original three? I, if I have, I've only seen like 10 minutes of one of them. I rem- That's so crazy yeah. to me. I remember. Then again, I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life, so. Yeah. Well, as like a super Han Solo fan, you would think I would venture into, you know, other stuff that Harrison Ford did, but no. Yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah. You should be. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I have all, I've probably seen 10 minutes of one of them, if, if that, you know. I know that there's a little kid that has, like, little boxes on his feet or something. What? And a boulder that smashes things and a... That's just because you've been to Disney. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> there's, like, this big old boulder, and it just, like, rolls towards you. Indiana Jones's mouth never matches up with what he's saying. That's like, 10 people fit in the Jeep for some reason. It's really <laughs> wide, and there's no top. There's a giant snake that spits acid at you, probably. <laughs> it looks like a puppet. <laughs> Everything's kind of fluorescent purple. <laughs> There's an eye that you can't look at. And it's only five minutes long. It's a great movie. <laughs> oh, man. So good. Um, so, Stephen, um, I don't know what my supposed to, I'm probably supposed to ask you something about Indiana Jones. <laughs> I've seen it. You've seen it. Okay. You've I, seen I've all seen three. All, I've seen all four of them, actually. Oh, four. If you want to count the last one. Okay, ones, let's but... not. Okay. <laughs> I think when we say we're watching them, let's watch just the original trilogy. Okay. You want to watch all three of them? I think we can do it. I think yeah. we should at least watch the last one, which was The Last Crusade, and then one, at least one of the other two. Okay. Okay, I'm going to try to watch so. all three. I want to try to watch all three. I think okay. we can fit it in this week. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're listening, just, you know, you are encouraged to watch these movies along with us and let us know what you think or, uh, send me, uh, any questions that you have or that you would like us to talk on the show. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at ask Todd. So if you like our podcast, uh, consider leaving us a review on iTunes. If it's a five-star review, we will read it on the show the following week. So, all right, that's it for this episode and we will see you next week.